Corpus. Caven Nosum. Can I read it, please? Corpus Caven Nosum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Someone sent it to me mm. to say what it is. So if you know what I just said. Did I say it right, do you reckon? Um, I need to read it. Kind of. Do you want to say it? Rather than cave, I would say cavernosum. Mm, that sounds more legit. Yeah. Did you know that one? Not the way you were saying it, but once I saw the word for it. Then you would know yes. it. How many muscles are in that region? I have no idea, actually. Mm, interesting. So if you know what I just said, you can let us know. <laughs> Is it a muscle? I don't know. Mm. Maybe it's not. I'm just going to do some quick Googling. Maybe I should have checked that. Yeah. Someone did send it to me, so I blame them. Okay. Um, but yeah, maybe Google if it, if it is actually a muscle or what else would it be? Um, just wait. No. Oh, it's not a muscle. Oh, that's disappointing. Uh, no, technically no. What is it? It is just tissue. Mm, that doesn't help me. No. Um, that fills with blood, which is why it does what it does. <laughs> Guess everyone knows now. <laughs> I might not. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> Say it one more time for the people at home. Corpus cavernosum. Yeah, you said, said it way better than I did. Mm. Anyway, we have a guest with us today, Lammy. We do. It's very exciting. Very excited to talk to this person. Been hanging around these parts for quite some time. And uh, have quite a list of questions for her today. So it's very, very exciting. Do you want to give everyone a hint without saying your name? I wonder if she's got a very unique voice. How long have you been a member here for, do you think? Or do Um, you know? Well, I looked this up today. Get closer. Four and a half years. Exactly. Four and a half. Oh, wow. That's many months. Yeah. That was November four years ago. That's exciting. Yeah. I think she does have a unique voice. Yeah, I, think, I, think, yeah. Yeah. I think people will be able to figure you out pretty quickly. Yeah, what did we say at um, Belle's birthday? The weird lady with the strange hair? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Kelsey Bohr, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that gives it away. Yeah. Do you still love your hair? Yeah. It's just a lot of maintenance. To, to keep one side red. Really? Yeah, it washes red out fades really so quickly. quickly. Mm. So how often do you have to maintain that thing? I have to red shampoo it every week. Hang on, wait. There's red shampoo, like one shampoo? Yeah, there is. And, so and it stains everything. Oh. It looks like I've been murdered in my bathroom everywhere. Wow. <laughs> so do you just shampoo your whole hair or just the red side? Well, I just red shampoo the red side. But I have to like separate it all out. Oh, wow. Do the sections. Yeah, that's probably Did you know this before? No. Yeah. Mm. Would you have made a different decision if you knew? Um, probably not. I'm okay. not a good decision maker. Okay. <laughs> probably still would have done it yeah. knowing that. All right, now we know about your hair. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about, so you've been a member for four and a half years, exactly this month. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about when you first joined, why did you join, how did you hear about us, all that sort of stuff. Um, how old you were? How old was I? How old are you now? <laughs> we can work <laughs> this out. Pretty Simple <laughs> math. <laughs> so what, 27? Yeah, it must have been 27. You're 27 now? No, I'm 31 now. Yep. Are so you? Yeah. I would have believe 27 yeah now. same oh, i'm just gonna tell people 27 mm. anyway i'm 27 so i joined when i was 23 <laughs> <laughs> um i found out about contessa through bell bellzo yeah went to high school with bell 
very, very good friend. And she just hassled me for the longest time. Were you her first friend that joined? Because she has been hassling uh, people for so long. And I she, don't know. She had so much trouble getting anyone to come. She just, just tried yes. so hard. Yeah, I think you were. I Yeah, I'm just going to say yes then. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, started when she was doing booty camp. Mm. Did like two or three rounds of booty camp before yep. I got a message from her being like, like, you know, time to move on, mate. Get out of my class. <laughs> <laughs> Let's yeah. move up. So booty camp was our beginners program back then, and that was two two days a week. I think yeah, you would have been doing. And we ran the program for eight or nine weeks, mm-hmm. um, and with a week break in between, most people would probably do one or two rounds and then move up. Mm-hmm. Why did you do three? Um, I was very comfortable with Bell mm. as my coach, mm-hmm. and. I think CrossFit just really scared me. Yeah. I Because we were in – it was at the old shed, so we were just in one half of the room and I would watch the big girls in the other half of the room. Big girls? Like, oh, God. <laughs> I don't think I can do that. With the barbells and things? Yeah. Had you been to a gym before CrossFit? Um, again, the ones Bella dragged me along to. Yeah. So all of, like, the normal gyms. Every now and then she dragged me along with her and I tried. I joined the red one. Jets? Yeah. So I'm like, can I say this? Yeah, I joined Jets. <laughs> and I'm like, which one? Jets? <laughs> um, yeah, I joined Jets. I was pretty I'm terrible, to be honest. I did like the stock standard thing where you turn up for the first month, you do the free PT that they give you, and then you just never turn up again and you keep paying for it. Yeah. And they, you love, go and, they love you. Oh, yeah. And you go in periodically and go, can I cancel this? And they're like, absolutely not. You've got nine months left. Oh, <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. yeah. So... Yeah, and I did a few, um, like, outdoor, like, boot camp type things. I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed the class setting, which is probably why I agreed to join here. Yeah. And then so when you joined here, why did you finally say yes? What what were your goals when you first started? Um, I didn't really have any goals when I first started. So you just came so Belle would stop hassling you? Partly, yes. Yeah, cool. Um, I just moved back from Brisbane and I really didn't have any friends um I hated my job I just didn't have anything at all like I was just sitting at home miserable I remember thinking like I've got to change something like this sucks so I went to booty camp Mm. and then you did three rounds of that Mm -hmm. first session do you remember your first ever session in booty camp or CrossFit or anything what happened or your first I don't know six months at the gym what would what would happen regularly I vomited all of the time. <laughs> like all of the like time. Every, every, just about every session. I yeah. For a while. Yeah. Just about every session. And it wasn't like we were like, we can't take it any easier on you. Like you, no. we weren't killing you. No. Um, She's like, but were you? Yeah. I was like, I felt like you were. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah I, I, I mean, I probably wasn't in a good way like my health was in a really bad place um my mental health was in a really bad place I think I also you guys weren't flogging me but I flogged myself yeah I think the yeah the program and the the structure of it wasn't I'm just trying to not scare people when they first ever join a gym not at all that they're gonna vomit every session um but yeah your intensity probably could have been pulled back a little bit for sure yeah yeah I think coming from like a sporting background and the competitive sporting background I turned up day one and I was like let's go <laughs> and then figured out real quick I was like probably not <laughs> pull back it took babe. you a while to fucking learn though didn't it 
Yeah, it took me like, <laughs> what, six months? Longer. Yeah. <laughs> What's your competitive sporting background? Um, I rode horses, which is not cool, but did that for a really long time. <laughs> I think it's pretty cool. You fucking um, horse people. Saddle yeah. club for Saddle life. Saddle club for life. <laughs> um, yeah, I did that for like nine years. Like, and what sort of horse riding was it? Um, I was an eventer, What's which that? means we did – it's like you have three disciplines. So you do show jumping, cross country, which is also jumping, and dressage. Mm. Did you have a favourite? Uh, cross country because you just got to send it. Yeah. And it was usually in the bush and there was a bunch of jumps and you're kind of by yourself and there wasn't a lot of people watching. So it's just – yeah, you, you stand in this box to start off with and a buzzer goes – and when your horse knows what it's doing, it listens to the buzzer and it mm. like, does this weird dancing thing. It's like, ready, go. <laughs> it's like listening to the buzzer here. It's basically the same thing. That's cool. And then as soon as it goes off, you sort of let them go and then you just run around the bush. That's cool. And so how fit does a horse rider person have to be? You get really fit, surprisingly. So strong and fit? Mas- yeah. Mainly fit, mainly strong or a bit of both? Um, I think with cross country, you get kind of fit because – you when you're jumping you ride in two point position so your like bum's not on the saddle Mm -hmm. but you hold on with like your knees and your feet so you're sort of like absorbing all of the impact um so your legs get really strong and obviously your arms and your shoulders and everything get strong that's what kelly couldn't do (laughs) hold on no um (laughs) the she's done two two lessons lessons so far because Candace wants to make her a horse person. <laughs> oh, okay. If I'm not having kids, I get to influence your kids to do the things <laughs> I want to do. Yeah. So she bought her horse riding lessons for her <laughs> right. birthday. So um, she's like, be doing really well and like walking. And then we go to trotting and she just like bah, 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 <laughs> on the seat. <laughs> and you can see the instructor like trying to talk to her about like yeah. up, down, up, down. No, no. <laughs> I mean, it's. She'll and she's just there. floppy. Like, it's yeah. just funny, like, watching her just flop around on top of the seat. <laughs> so floppy. Yeah. This little head just like... Bleh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a bubble toy. So yeah, funny. Very cute. Um, that's cool. That's cool. Cool sport. Um, what were we up to? I interrupted to talk about the sport. Kelsey vomiting. Yes. Yeah. Sporting background. Did that a lot. Yes. Hang on, I'm losing my headphones. No, we're good now. So, yes. Why, what, what made you keep going back, even though you were so sick all the time? Um, I think it was because I was sick all the time. Yeah. I was determined to get better. Yeah. I was like, this is not going to beat me. Like, I'm going to be, I'm going to beat this. Yeah. Um, also, I think there was, like, I was making friends. I was feeling fitter. Um, so I was doing less bad things in other parts of my life because I was coming here. It was influencing me to... I really wanted to be a better person. Yeah. And this is was making me a better person. That's so I recognised cool. that pretty early on. Yeah. Yeah. That's very cool. And do you think it made you like what about it? Was it the fact that like if you did those extracurricular things, you would be no <laughs> good at the gym the next day or the next yeah. week? Was it that, that yeah, thing absolutely. that changed it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I knew if I can I be really honest about it? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So I knew if I went home and like smoked a bunch of weed that when I came back the next day that it was going to suck. Yeah. And that I wouldn't sleep properly, which means that I wouldn't train properly. Or if I drank during the week or on a Sunday or whatever, that I would turn up and it would be 
terrible. And I think I was just sick of feeling terrible mm. all of the time. Because there was a good stage where, like, I was physically sick here, but I was nauseous all of the time outside of the gym. Wow. And was that, do you think, was that anxiety or? Yeah, I think it was just a mix of a lot of things. Um, anxiety, eating disorders. Yeah. Being, yeah, abusing drugs, all of those things. And so that lifestyle, was that like relationships you had outside of the gym at that time? Yeah, definitely. And it was just a snowball from when I was like young and started partying, I guess. And it just starts off with drinking and then you move to Brisbane and there's like that was a whole different ball game. And you're making a bit more money and then your friends are also making more money. So you do the more expensive things and. Yeah. And just like the clubbing scene down there Mm. is so different and it's so easy to get caught up in it. And then you start, you know, the DJs and you know, the. Um, people at the door and it just yeah it's really easy to get caught up in it when you're down there it's like a community in itself Mm. isn't it yeah not a good one (laughs) different kind (laughs) a little bit different to here yeah you know you're in trouble when you know the dj and the bouncers (laughs) by name yeah (laughs) and they don't kick you out for the things you're doing (laughs) no when you're like skipping the line walking to the front hugging the bouncer and walking through the door (laughs) i made it yeah yeah at the time you're like yes but in hindsight, looking no. back on it now, I'm like, oh, I see people do that now. I'm like, oh, babe, stop. It's not good. <laughs> it's not going to end well. It's a slippery slope. Well. Yeah, <laughs> that's rough. So and then when you moved back here from Brizzy, did you move back because of where you were, like where that circle was at that time? Yeah, yeah. So my ex and I had, we'd started to move away from the party scene a little bit. Um, we got really into free diving and spear fishing for a while there. What do you mean free diving? What is free diving? Uh, free diving, like you don't, not scuba diving, but you still have like the big fins and everything. So you just hold your breath. Fuck that. Yeah. I was never very good at it, but Jesus. I gave it a red hot crack. That's like, yeah, scuba Steve, man. <laughs> scuba Steven. That's um, scary. How long would you be underwater for? Uh, I was never very good at it. I could only ever hold my breath up to about maybe 30 seconds but the boys could hold their breath for a minute minute and a half do you know what the free diving world record is oh i'm i'm pretty sure i've read it before it's like over is it like close to 20 let me just convert this (laughs) i'm pretty sure yeah it's stupid because like big wave surfers have to be able to hold their breath for minutes when they go under which is mind-blowing it is insane what they can do and you have to be so careful because you can black out and mm. die. 111 meters. Oh my god! Oh, I thought down. we were talking minutes. 111 meters down. Yeah. Ew. That is wild. And even to come up from that, you have to stop. You can't just come shoot up. up from the bottom because mm. you'll get the bends. Because of the pressure. Yeah, and the um, some chemical goes weird in your brain, and you go looping. Crazy. You just pass oh, out. Oh well, no, 300 meters. What? What? What the fuck? <laughs> oh, no, that's scuba. <laughs> Don't worry. Oh. I was like, that's too long. It's like, please share. Whoa. Sorry, I'm just I'm deep diving deep on dive. this now. Mm. Ha! Uh-huh. <laughs> Men, 24 minutes, 37 seconds. Wow. I knew it was 20 minutes. That's fun. And then women, 18 minutes, 32 seconds. That's I can't wild. even concentrate that long, let alone yeah. hold my breath. Yeah. Like, imagine just sitting at a computer for that's 20 minutes. That's wild. <laughs> oh, jeez, can't do that. <laughs> Absolutely that's, not. Yeah, that's very impressive. 
Why so did you, you want to do this? Yeah, why? Why? Why, <laughs> why? Um, so I used to be a scuba diver when mm. I was younger and it was – it's cheaper. Scuba diving. <laughs> Don't need to pay for oxygen. <laughs> no. <laughs> Love that. Less That's gear. Good. And you can just kind of get in the car and drive somewhere. And, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So you did that? Did you that and your partner while. were doing that? Yep. Um, and then, yeah, we're just at the beach and stuff all the time. I was missing home. And we just made the decision to move. We did try and move to Kingscliff first, but anybody that's tried to move to Kingscliff, borderline impossible. Nobody leaves that place. Mm. We looked for six months for rentals there and it didn't happen. Mm. And one day I was like, why don't we move back to Sunshine Coast? So we did. Yep. And that was end of 2017. And then you joined here soon after? Yeah, which pretty much straight after. Yep. Nice. Wouldn't have been long. Cool. Um, in the time you've been here, four and a half years, mm-hmm. achievements. What have you achieved from where you started from vomiting most sessions? To <laughs> well, I don't vomit most sessions. Actually, I don't vomit at all anymore. Mm-hmm. I came close the other week, but did Didn't. not, which I was very proud of myself. <laughs> held um, it in. <laughs> I held it in. Um, what I'm most proud of is probably just mindset shifts Mm. actually I was never like proud of anything that I did back then I just was coasting through um I I don't know there's lots of things but I mean it's like anything if you've been somewhere long enough I I mean I personally remember when you first started you were fucking weak yeah I was you were so little and weak I was so skinny I was like, like squatting with an empty barbell would have been near impossible at the time of you starting, I reckon. Yeah. yeah, it was basically. My mobility was good. Like squatting, I would get to the bottom, just get stuck. Mm. Just couldn't get back up again. Yeah, I was basically <laughs> sitting on the floor because my mobility was so good, but mm. could never. Yeah, I was very weak. And I think that's, you know, people get so scared of coming to this environment when they are weak because they know mm. they're weak. You don't, you don't yeah. not know you're not strong. So I think they get worried about the weightlifting side of thing, but things, but... You can get stronger. You can get stronger. Yeah, much stronger. I can now get over my head more than what I weighed when I started here. There you go. That's cool. So I was pretty proud of that. Mm-hmm. The first time I got a – when I started, I was not much over 50 kilos. Mm-hmm. I was pretty small. I remember the first time I got like a 55-kilo push jerk. Mm. And I was like, yes, that's what I used to weigh. Yeah. Do not weigh that anymore. But <laughs> <laughs> um also eating, like I eat now, yep. which is really cool. I have a much better relationship with food. Mm-hmm. Um, I still struggle some days to eat enough, but it's not from a scared to not to eat too much side of things now. I think yep. it's just a habit of not eating much that I'm still trying to – I have to consciously make myself eat three meals, two snacks. Yeah. But, yeah, that's a big one. I'm not scared of food anymore. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And, yeah, like you said, from an eating disorder background, like, that stuff is huge. Yeah, massive. The other day I um, I got really excited because I hadn't eaten enough, but then I realised that I had enough calories that I could have two enchiladas and not one enchilada. <laughs> <laughs> and that would have terrified me. I, remember I looked at the packet and they were, I think it's like maybe 800 calories for both of them and back in the day I would have looked at that and gone oh my god that's like a whole day this is all I can eat today or if I eat this today then tomorrow I'm not allowed to 
like I just can eat fruit or something. Yeah, wow. And now I'm like, yes, I can have two enchiladas. Today is a good day. Where do you think, going back to that, um, where do you think that came from, that like food obsession? What was the start of all of that? Um, I was a pretty chunky kid. Yeah. Um, And I guess we didn't know as much back then. It was sort of, we really spoke about good foods and bad foods and shouldn't eat this and shouldn't eat that. Um, and then I had a pretty terrible relationship mm-hmm. from, no, was, oh, I had a pretty, t- a long string of pretty terrible relationships, but one in particular with a guy who was a bodybuilder. So he made a lot of comments on my weight, on his weight. It was just, our whole world was like, yeah, he was pretty not very nice. So I think when we, I, that's where it all started like I remember following, um, I don't think they're allowed on Instagram anymore, but there used to be like anorexia accounts mm. where people would post what they ate and their weigh-ins and all that. And I was so obsessed with it that I used to follow all of these accounts. Not in like a, let's fix this as a no, problem. No, oh. no, no, it's like a badge of honour almost. Yeah, Jesus. it was. And wow. all of they, you know, there was like this whole community of people and they would, you know, they'd post, oh, I only had, you know, 500 calories today and there'd be comments like, oh, well done, you're doing so great. Holy and I shit. followed a bunch of those and I was obsessed with, like, watching it. And I, um, I don't even know what it was. He got it for me. I remember him being like, oh, I've got you these tablets. They're going to be great. And it was basically speed. <sighs> and <laughs> I remember taking them and my heart racing and I was sweaty and I'm sure they weren't legal. It was terrible, terrible, terrible. Um... But, yeah, he would, like, check in, like, did you take your tablets today? So it just, like, created this monster, basically. Um, And then when we broke up, I'm really bad for um, if I'm stressed or anxious, I don't eat. It's sort of that, oh, this is something I can control, so I'm going to control it. So when we broke up and I was in a pretty bad way, I dropped a whole, like, a whole bunch more weight. And then, obviously, you get that, oh, you look great, Mm. you look so good comments and I think that just fueled the fire so yeah I had a chat to a member about this the other day like those compliments can sometimes be like it makes the person giving the compliments feel like they're doing a good thing Mm -hmm. and it's like they don't mean it in a sinister way at all but it can be a very dangerous it is very dangerous compliment to you know yeah definitely because it as I said it just fuels the fire you go Mm. oh this is great um I think there also became a time, oh, it was only a couple of years ago I dropped, I got really stressed at work, dropped a lot, a lot of weight. And when I disappeared for six months and came back, like, rake thin, um, I think then I remember a lot of people going, oh, wow, you look great. And every time somebody would tell me I look good, my heart would just, like, break even more. Because all I wanted to do was cry and be like, but I feel terrible. Mm. But you go, thank you so much, yeah. But inside I was dying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we have to be so careful with our words. And, like, I'm sure that – I know that no one means no ill of it. Like, yeah. they're just saying the first thing that comes to their brain or the thing that they think you want to hear. But we just have to be so careful what yeah. we comment on and how we comment on it. Absolutely. I'm pretty sure, like, a couple of years after I opened, I had a blanket ban on talking about people and how they look. Like, mm. just a blanket ban in the gym. Just don't say Don't that. comment on how anyone looks ever. No. 
I think people, it's a bit of a projection on how they feel. So if you're trying to lose weight and you see someone mm, else lose weight, for sure, you compliment it because it's at the forefront of your brain. It's yeah. what you're thinking, you're thinking about. about. Yeah. And I also think that we're kind of just like, not, hopefully this doesn't offend anyone. We just kind of big dumb idiots and we just say whatever, like whatever yeah. we see. So I was saying to this person I had the conversation with the other day, when I see a really tall person and I meet someone really tall, I'm like, oh, you're very tall. Oh, really? Mm. They really kept an obvious. <laughs> so I think you do the same. If you know someone and then they look different, you go, oh, what's different about you? Brain, brain. They've lost weight. You've lost weight. Yeah. Like you just say it because that's just the first thing yeah. that you see. And then you convert that mm. and then you just spit it out. You so think, whether whether yeah. or not you're trying to give it as a compliment, it's just what your big dumb brain yeah. says into words. I feel like our generation's probably very aware of it, but the generations before us, yeah. not so much. Like that's they'd put so much value on like if you were thin, like, you know, how good you look when you're thin or Absolutely. You know, and on on this before we keep talking about Kel, I, I've always said the same thing about um, asking women about babies as well. Yeah. Like, are you having another one? When are you having it? When are you having your first child? Oh, you've got your hands you, full. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All of that stuff. I think that's another thing we should never comment on because you just don't know if they're trying, if they've lost one. Mm, you know, yeah. all of that stuff you have no idea about. So Absolutely. while we're at it, let's blanket ban that. <laughs> Good idea. So you're going to family, family things and everyone's like, oh, so when are you going to get married and have a baby? When are you going to die, Aunt Elsa? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep i don't know why i said elsa i don't know should have said elsie it's like an older lady's yeah. name is it yeah I probably I elsa know. is beautiful oh. and young with blonde long hair yeah <laughs> and sings real good <laughs> <laughs> she's very frozen though <laughs> um have you anything more before the before the juicy stuff no let's get into the juicy stuff. <laughs> the juicy stuff approximately four weeks ago bit longer, a bit less, something like that. Around there. Yeah. You sent us an email Mm -hmm. and that email was your cancellation request. was not well received. (laughs) Kelsey sent a cancellation request about a month ago. I did. Becky forwarded it to me and then I messaged you on Instagram as soon as I got it. Do you remember what I said? You said no. (laughs) <laughs> i said cancellation uh, request denied that is what i said <laughs> cancellation request denied <laughs> and then in that same message or like that same chat i said let's catch, catch yeah. up and talk about it because you've been here for such a long time i was like no we it's need to discuss happening. this <laughs> before realizing all the other stuff after let's just talk about why you put mm-hmm. in that cancellation request. Um, I think, to be honest, like reflecting please, back on it now. Please, I mean, let's keep no, going with lie. the honesty I'm policy. <laughs> lie my way through this. <laughs> you won't get out of this room. No, <laughs> we've locked the doors. On the <laughs> um, I was in a bit of a rut. Basically, I didn't know what I wanted. I kind of. I, caught up in other people that had recently moved on looking at things that they've achieved in the last thing in the last months since leaving um felt a bit stagnant wasn't really uh wasn't in my own lane was very much caught up in what other people were doing and what other people were saying 
and thought that that was going to fix all of my problems. When you say rut, tell me more about that. Was that just here in the gym or is that life in general? Mm, I think that it's a bit life in general. Mm. Um, Definitely here. I was feeling, I sort of just went back to coasting. I was like, this will be, this is fine. Um, You were still showing up. Still showing up, but just not trying very hard. And your name had definitely come up um, amongst the coaches, like as like, I tried to push her, but she just said no, or like she just wouldn't. And that came up or made a joke about it. Yeah. And then just kept doing what she was doing. You know, that came up (laughs) quite a lot. And Mm. from my perspective, which I had filled the coaches in on probably, what, closer 12 months ago, we had a go over you catch up. Yep. And I said to you, it's okay to not always be moving forward. So it's okay if you do want to take a step back and, and just do what you can for now. You don't have to always be progressing. Yeah. And I will take 100%. Um, and I was like, yeah, cool. I'm doing it. Yeah. I'm just chilling. <laughs> I am in <laughs> cruise control. future. <laughs> You're like, sick. She said I could do this. Bye. Um, yeah. And I will take not 100% responsibility, but part of the responsibility for not sitting down with you again and being like, all right, mate, time's up. (laughs) We've been chilling for a little bit too long. I think it was because I I had always pushed myself to vomiting at the start and just kept like (laughs) flogging myself and I do it in work, I do it in sport. It was maybe the first time that someone's given me permission to to chill. You know, dude, you don't have to flog yourself all the time. Yeah. Because um, everything I did before he was competitive or it was a team sport. So you had to push. You didn't have a choice. Um, so, yeah, it was the first time someone had given me permission to just hang out and enjoy it. Mm. And I just ran Enjoyed all of it. <laughs> Enjoyed yeah. it all the way. <laughs> Enjoyed it the whole way. <laughs> yeah. I guess I had a lot of life stuff. Yes. And that, and that was why I said it. Yeah. I don't want everyone to take from this. Like, yeah, take it easy. I'm a chill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had, yeah, you had a lot of other stuff going on and rather than flogging yourself and crying or flogging yourself and feeling absolutely fucked for your life outside of mm-hmm. here I'd rather you just show up do what you can and you know if that's for like for some people that might be one session a week for some people depending on what they got going on in their life it might be more of the week than not but you don't want to live there for 12 months no you don't want to live there for a month like you just yeah Got to get I think through, at the time I didn't emotionally have the capabilities of pushing myself. Yeah. A long-term relationship breakdown. And that was about the time that, yeah, I think I just, I maybe cried like every session for two weeks and you're like, dude. <laughs> Something's got to change here. Yeah. <laughs> you've gone from vomiting to crying. Like, <laughs> something's got to stop. But, yeah. 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 So that's why you put it in. It was basically you felt like correct me if I'm wrong, you felt like you could do better going somewhere else. Yeah. I thought that that was going to fix my mindset yep. on all of it. I'm going to go somewhere else. I'm going to have this new lease on everything. I'm going to love training again and that's what's going to fix it. And did you realise at the time that you were still in that relax mode? Not really. Okay. I think it just becomes so normal. Yeah. Like, this is just how I train now. Yeah. And yeah. Just here for a laugh. Yeah. Like, fun time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How Take long? Take the piss out of everything. Mm-hmm. I remember when you sent the email, you wrote in the email that you've been sitting on it for a while. How long, do you remember how long you were considering 
changing before um, you made the decision? To be honest, the first time I thought about it was probably before Christmas. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, and I nearly did. Um, and then a good friend had some horrible things happen in her life. So I pulled – I said – she just said, I can't have any more change in my life. And I went, yep, cool, I'm staying. <laughs> I'll stay here too. Yeah, she kept crying too and I didn't want to make her cry anymore. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and then – but, yeah, the first time I thought about it was probably before Christmas. Yeah, and – from it's just good for us to hear from the other side would you think about it weekly daily month like was it like uh was it a thing that you think about often when you're considering changing gyms i wouldn't say it was daily maybe once a week once every couple of weeks and And it would usually be like i'd have a really bad workout yeah and And what's a really bad what what does that mean um cindy (laughs) (laughs) good timing so like (laughs) so last time we tested it six months ago sounds about right um yeah i think it was if yeah it was just a bad one that i you know work at that i'd get really frustrated in or and why why do you get frustrated um because i'm not good at something yep so is that in like comparison to other people comparison to what you used to sometimes like, yeah what is it what is the when you know or is it like we're like this is a stimulus this is how many rounds you should hit and you're like well i'm not fucking in that like yeah i think sometimes it was in comparison to what i used to be able to do um because at the probably at the end of my second year here was probably where i peaked a little bit I mean, I'm going to get back yeah. now, but... <laughs> it's not over, babes. <laughs> no, things went downhill after the second year. So I kind yeah. of peaked and then dropped off a little bit. So a little bit in comparison to what I used to be able to do, very much in comparison to other people. I'm really bad at comparing myself to the point where I stopped logging my scores because if I logged my score, then I would go in and I'd look at everybody else's score and then I would get upset. And about then mine. when you say about other people, did you have a set? like three or four members you were comparing scores to yeah. all the time. So you, people that you were like, okay, we're on the same rung of the ladder. Mm-hmm. We should all be getting, I should be beating them or, you know, whatever. Yeah, there was definitely a handful of people that I yeah. would um, look straight to. I'd, I'd look for their score and go, oh, they beat me. Or awful enough, I would if I'd beat them, oh, okay, it's fine. I'm good today. Um, and then there'd be random people that'd go, oh my God, I've been doing this so much longer than them and they beat me and which has got absolutely nothing to do so with it. So just them. to clarify, just going to backstep, you were in relax mode. Yeah. You've been given permission to chill the fuck out for a little mm-hmm. while because you had life stuff going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yet you were still comparing your score to people who maybe weren't in relax mode mm-hmm. and they were working really hard and maybe having the best training days of their lives. Yeah, I didn't say it made sense. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just clarifying. I'm just clarifying. But you can, like, you understand that, yeah? Yeah. In reflection now, now that you're on the other side of that. Now, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very, very common. Very common. And I was going to say, how many other members do you think do that? So many. Mm -hmm. I think most people would be comparing themselves to everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, it's such like a – the comparison thing – I've always said, don't compare yourself. It's so hard not to. Like yeah. it's built into us as humans not to mm-hmm. compare ourselves. Like we, like I've never in my life said to Kelly about comparison. But she, from the very young age, like she would bring up something about, you know, the color of her hair. I still remember when she was like two, and she's like, "Mummy, I want the same color hair as you," because she's got brown hair. 
but she loves fucking Elsa. Not anymore. She's way too cool for that. But yeah, it's. I think we're born with it. It's yeah. a part of humanity. And I am shifting away from not comparing yourself to please compare yourself, but compare yourself when the field is in context. Yeah. 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 Like, well, it's a, you know, a fair playing field. Yeah. Like, like Candace just said, the way you were comparing does not make sense. It's almost like a punishment for you. It's almost yeah. like you wanted to to feel bad to about feel yourself. bad. It's the same reason when people jump on the scales, they know they've gained weight. Why the yeah. fuck are you weighing yourself? Like, <laughs> just start eating better. Like, yeah. And don't you don't have to measure it. You don't have to measure how shit you feel. You felt shit before you jumped on. You know. I think punishment is probably the the right, like exactly what it was. Yeah. Okay. If even if it wasn't a conscious thing, I was subconsciously saying to myself you used to be better, you could be better, you've gone backwards, that's, you know, that's your fault. But you're instead of just recognising that within myself and going, I'm just going to fucking work harder, mm. I would just look at other people's scores and get <laughs> sad about it. take cruise control off. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'd just go be sad about it. <laughs> Interesting. And how it's long? It's a, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's it's a cop not. out. It's, yeah. just, it's such yeah. a cop out. It's what, you, yeah. what we do. And at the time that this was all happening – because it's all well and good for us to sit here now and like say that, but did you have any inkling of that being the issue at all? Or was it literally like, this is not my fault? Um, I think that changed by the day. Yeah. Like some days I, I would say to myself, like you could just, you know, be better. Try more. You yeah. could just try harder, <laughs> go faster, be better. Um, and then other times I'd be like, oh, it's definitely not my fault and yeah. it's all external and I'm doing everything I can. Did you, just out of curiosity, while we're being honest, <laughs> did you blame the programming ever? Like mentally, were you like, oh, it's a programming. Oh, absolutely. Oh, Some days I'd go, I'd be like, oh, this is just, this, this is not is getting stupid. me stupid. <laughs> and it would be, and it would always be on a day that it was things that I was really bad at. Yeah. yeah. Which is like, the really good programming days because they're the ones I need. <laughs> Interesting. Mm. Yeah, I love yeah. the I love the programming blame because it's such an easy blame. Yeah. It's such an easy blame. And yeah. no one has ever come to me and said I'm your programming because your programming is shit. <laughs> no one has ever said those words. You're like, bro, it's CrossFit. I can't help yeah, you. Yeah, like what do you want? <laughs> Other people are getting better. It's just you. Mm. Um, it's definitely not any individual, but yeah, it's such an easy blame because they won't ever say it to our face because they know you know deep down that that's oh, it's untrue. They'll just even when you, like I was cancelling, I had all these things in my head. I'm like, it's this and it's this and it's this. And I got in here and had to chat with you. And as soon as I looked at it, I was like, oh, it's none of those things. It's me. <laughs> I'm the problem. <laughs> I am the problem. Well, let's let's talk about that. So you put in your cancellation. Mandy said no. Let's catch up. Yep. What happened? She pulled me into this room. <laughs> And she told me off, basically. <laughs> Tell me more. From um, your point of view, how, how did we handle it? As a, as a gym, as an, the owner of the gym, how do you feel like we handled it? Um, exactly how you should have. I mean, your first words to me is, I'm not here to change your mind, which actually relaxed me a lot in that conversation, that you weren't going to, you know, on the hard sell. Because yeah. like those you know, big box gyms that they do, they hard sell you. And if you try and cancel, they go in and they're like, I'll cheapen your membership and I'll do this and I'll do that. And they were the conversations I'd had previously. So Mm. I was really dreading it going, 
I don't know what she's going to say to me. Yeah. But as soon as you said, I'm not going to try and change your mind, that was like, oh, okay, cool. I can just be honest about because I could, I could 100% change anyone's mind. This lady mm. can sell ice to Eskimo. Yeah. <laughs> She's impressive. I don't doubt that at all. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want people to be here that don't want to be here. No. So what did I do instead? You. <laughs> Please, from your point of view, I'd love to well, know what I did. Um, first of all, you called me out. Yeah. And you said exactly what we spoke about. You told us you were chilling. And I went, oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> Shit, she's caught Shit. me. Um. And then you also said, I'm really mad about a lot of people leaving and they were a bit more sensitive than you, so you're copying it for all the people that have left. For the last nine years, <laughs> I haven't said shit. You're getting sit it for down, everyone. Cassie, sit down, <laughs> Yeah, buckle up. Um, I can't even remember. Really Did she sit down or stand up? Oh, no, she stood over the top. <laughs> That's how I imagined it. No. I was downstairs like, yeah. what's happening <laughs> I'm just pacing the room yeah. back and forward, slamming my head fingers yeah. and stuff. Hands yeah. against the wall. Yeah. No, I think um, I'll, jog, I'll help jog your memory a little bit. Um, I think I said, yep, you, you said you've been chilling for a little bit and we have been offering you challenges. And I haven't taken them. And you have not taken them on board. Yeah. And then I said things like, that's not fair mm-hmm. that you didn't give us, like we've helped you go from where you were from to where you are now. And you haven't given us the chance to get you to where you want to go. Yes. You're just going to throw in the towel because that's an easy thing to do and start mm-hmm. again because you think the grass is greener on the other side. Yeah. And then you asked me, and this is what changed everything. You said to me, all I ask of you for the next four weeks is that you give this place everything and you push hard and you act as if you're not leaving. And I reckon I got to the halfway through the second week and was like, yeah, I'm not leaving. I can't <laughs> let them know that yet. <laughs> you drag it out to the last day. I did. And it was literally two days before my cancellation. We were waiting, yeah. mate. Mm. We yeah. were waiting. I honestly um, honestly thought you were still going to leave because, like I said, I'm not here to change your mind. You had mm. made up your mind. Even after our chat, I felt like you were still – I still think you thought you were going to leave after our chat, I think. Yeah, I walked out of here – I think you get a little bit defensive. Yeah, of as course. Well. It's yeah. a bit like, yeah, she's right, but like, fuck you, man. Yeah, <laughs> I made this you. decision. I'm an adult. You can't tell me what to do. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, it didn't take long. Yeah, I think yeah, as I said, it probably only took a couple of weeks of actually giving this everything. Yeah, that like, I saw an improvement. I mean, I PB'd in like the second <laughs> week, and then got like three PBs in th- two weeks. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, it's just I think. And this is why I wanted to talk about this with you today is I think it's good for any gym member at any gym to make sure they have these conversations with their coaches because a lot of the time you're trying to respect the client's wishes and where they want to be at mm-hmm. that time. Um, and it's a fine line between pushing people too hard that they don't want to come back because they're being pushed too hard. Um, and obviously we didn't check in enough with you in that 12-month period or just – you know, we offered you those challenges in classes, of course, but to have like a proper conversation and yeah. talk about where you wanted to be and all that sort of stuff, I think that's really important to do. I think as um, a member, like there's some people like myself that have a big personality and like I think sometimes when you're outgoing and you're very vocal about where you are, it's hard for also you guys to 
have that. Yeah, if somebody's sure. really quiet in the back of the class, it would probably be easier to pull them aside and go, hey, what's going on? Than the person who literally stands at the front of the class and makes jokes at you the entire time. Yeah, and I think that and the fact that you still were showing up, mm-hmm. like you're still here. Yeah. If, you, if you're showing up, you're probably happy. Yeah, that's exactly. what it, like from our perspective. If you if you're showing up regularly, still consistently doing four to five classes yeah. a week, and then you're probably probably going alright. Yeah, and then yeah, and then we sat down. I think I also called you a turd. Yeah, you did. I'm pretty sure those words came out of my mouth, and I'm pretty sure a little shit at some point. Yeah, <laughs> but that's, that's most classes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I think um, for me. It's like I've always wanted to be able to have these conversations with a lot Mm -hmm. of people, Um, but we've got that relationship where I can be very honest. And I think that, yeah, it's not that I haven't had conversations with people like that before. Like I've a lot of members that have been here for years, I've had that conversation with just a little bit less um, aggressive. Aggressive Mm -hmm. is the right word. (laughs) A little Um, bit less shouty. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I have pulled a few back off the ledge because I think everyone thinks that it's easier to start again. It's the Mm -hmm. same reason people leave a job that they hate instead of talking to their boss about why they hate it. Yeah. It's the same reason that people, and obviously lots of relationships, different things happen, but relationships take work as well. Marriage takes work. Mm -hmm. Like you've got to, instead of just leaving, you got to be open and honest and communicate and then see it hopefully open mind see it from the other side and that that's the other reason why I spoke to you because I know I knew that you could take it and take it on board Mm -hmm. because we have a mutual respect for each other I knew you would hear it and then hopefully take it Mm -hmm. which you did well obviously because you're still here (laughs) yeah I think with um everything else in my life had changed as well yep like I'm not at the same job, I'm not in the same house, I'm not in the same relationship. So it just was like, well, may as well change this as well. Leaving all those things worked. Maybe I'll leave this thing. <laughs> I'm better off for all the other ones. But this is probably the only one that I, well, this was the only one that I just needed to stick with. Yeah. This was the only like constant good thing in my life. For realistically, other than my family and my friends that I've got from here, this is the only constant positive thing that's been in my life for four and a half years. That's and that was cool. one thing that I thought about. Of The other thing is, like, I mean, I did try other gyms, but then I realised I was just looking for Contessa in those places. And they would say something like, yeah, but they, we don't do that at Contessa. <laughs> and then I'd go over like, well, then why are you leaving? Like, if you're just looking for that elsewhere, why? When you say looking for it elsewhere, what do you think you were looking for when you say you were looking for this outside of there what do you mean do you think the most um uh, obviously community i would watch how the members interacted how the coaches interacted how close people were within the gym um and coaching like i was really judgmental of other coaching (laughs) i think that's so like good that you got to experience that though because I feel that once members come here they're so comfortable here which is amazing Mm -hmm. they never get to see it from the other side and like yeah I'm gonna big note us because please (laughs) go for it I think that we have some of the best coaching staff I think as a team we are incredible at what we do Mm -hmm. and we've worked really hard on that and we continue to work really hard on that 
and people get so comfortable here that they'll never go anywhere else which is awesome but then they never get to see how good we are because we never get that comparison it's things like with all the ollie lifting how we go through every single um every single step every Mm. time and when i was all caught up and not in my own lane and whatever i'm going yeah but i've done all this ollie lifting for so long i don't need to go through every single step every (laughs) single time and then i would go and lift somewhere without going through all those sets and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I can't snatch. <laughs> Everything feels What's supposed way. to happen in the middle here? <laughs> yeah, and then I was reminded why we do that and why we follow that movement pattern mm. every time because by the time you got to actually doing the lift, it your brain had worked all the little pieces out. Yeah, and I think people – that's really interesting because I've said that to Candice before as well, like when I first started CrossFit and we do – like a huge big barbell warm up. Fuck, I was bored. Mm. I'd be like this. So when I coach, you know that, how to do a good morning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so now when I coach, ever since I like became a coach before when I was so bored, I now have to I I on purpose remind people that this is how the best in the world at this sport warm up mm-hmm. every single time. So the best ollie lifters in the world they do it with a empty barbell every single time. They go over and over again, breaking down the movement because it's it's preparing you for all of the great lifting to come and it can also make you better like those are the moments and I tell people like you should be trying to move the best you can here because that's where you're going to get better is with Mm -hmm. the empty barbell you know it's not just another boring part of it yeah we're not just like feeling time time yeah it's literally if you can move perfect here like you're going to be so great when you're lifting yeah Mm. and that cool thing where you like warm up properly so that you yes. Can yes. feel good. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Like I said to you the other day, I just don't, I get to like lift five and when it starts to get heavy and it just feels really good when I get there and you're like, yeah, bro, that's warming up. <laughs> you spent 40 minutes working on this. Yep. <laughs> that's why this one feels good. <laughs> that's really cool. Yeah. Like Hannah said that you got to experience it and realize that's such a huge part of what we do because we are yep. very proud of that for sure. Yeah. It's not to say that I didn't enjoy mm. you know, the classes I did. It was really fun to see things from, it was fun to be the new kid yeah yeah and, and that's i think that's what people crave as well yeah yeah you don't know anybody and it's all a bit exciting. you do get to start yeah. again like you get to yeah i don't know be like almost like a new little person in a place yeah yeah and you sort of you can um i guess you could go two ways you could either walk in with a huge ego and go oh, i know what i'm doing or you can kind of pretend you don't know what you're doing mm. almost and like take a, a big step back which is what I tried to do in there, I remember like consciously thinking, don't bring your ego in, don't, you know, I've done CrossFit for so long, I'm so good at this. <laughs> like, you don't even need to coach me. Do you want my 1RMs now or should I write them down for you for later? <laughs> yeah, I'll just message them to yeah. you. <laughs> you can do my programming separately. <laughs> um, but yeah, when going in as a new kid is really, like, it's just kind of fun. Yeah. Mm. And everybody's obviously, you know, um, excited that there's someone yeah. new yeah. there so there's that like you get that little oh bit of God, extra I'm... attention yeah. Yeah. yeah and I said that to you too yeah I said um in our meeting that a lot of the time and this isn't against um coaches it's just what we do like there's a new face and you want to correct the shit out of everything and go hard on that one new person mm-hmm. and then because you've been at this place for four and a half years and you've told us to chill we haven't been doing that you're like oh Maybe. They don't like me. They don't want me here anymore. Yeah. They're coaching yeah. me. <laughs> this coach is way better. And I bet you just a new shiny toy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so, yes. Um, when you made the decision, you said you knew after a couple of weeks that you were staying. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was because you just started training harder. Is that mainly yeah. what happened? You just flicked it for us looking from the outside in. It was, and then instead your name was coming up in the coaching in our staff meetings with more of fuck Kelsey's putting in man. <laughs> Anyone see what Kelsey's, oh fuck, she's, she's been going hard. That's those conversations were happening a little bit more. So was it just like the flick of a switch for you or like how did you go from chilling to hard? Yeah, it was. Yep. Yeah, I'm pretty you just good made at a just, decision. Like just making a decision and yep. doing the thing. Yeah. Um, I also knew that you were going to yell at me if I didn't. <laughs> which I ne- which I, I need that as a person. Yep. Like I need the accountability of someone watching over me. I think when I first started, I remember I had a meeting with you or you sent me an email or something mm. and said, um, like, what do you need from me? And I was like, I need you to ride my ass. Like, just vlog me. <laughs> Maybe that's why you vomited so much. Yeah, probably. I was just scared. <laughs> so um, it's your fault. Probably. She vomited yeah. for six months. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was probably more towards the end of the yeah. vomiting saga. Yeah. But, yeah, I just made a conscious decision. I remember walking in the gym the next day and I was like, yeah, I'm going to. Because that was on a Friday. So I said, I'm coming back on Monday and I'm going to work hard. Gonna make the most of my last three weeks here. Mm-hmm. I'm <laughs> gonna get me. my money's worth. <laughs> make them miss me. <laughs> I love it. So now what? Goals for the future. What? Like that was only a month ago. So in that time, what has changed in your not in your life in your head? What has changed? What are you doing now? You're obviously staying because we got you on the podcast. That'd be awkward. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so cancellation tomorrow. <laughs> So what's the plan now? What are you doing? Um, what's the goals? I would like, I mean, I had thought about going back. I'd done a few competitions, but I wanted to take them a bit more seriously. Yeah. But I'd been chilling and it was a big decision to make where I was in my life. I wasn't ready to make that decision. But since flicking that switch and putting the work in, I sort of thought maybe I can actually do this. Maybe I can compete and be competitive, not just you know, a number to fill the second half of the scoreboard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just the fourth team member. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Which is essentially what I had been up until now in competition. Um, yeah, I decided that I want to take this seriously. I said to Mandy, this is – like CrossFit is the only thing that I'm actually passionate about. This is the only thing that I really, truly love. And I looked for so many years for my thing mm-hmm. – um, and I found it and I've been chilling with it. So yeah, I want to actually try make something of this. It's awesome. Yep. It's very cool. Programming with Candice now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so hopefully work really, really, really hard. Not hopefully you will. Yeah, I will work really hard. Hopefully my goal is quarterfinals, whether that be next year or the year after. I just want to be able to tick that box and make it there. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. It's just, yeah, all it is is, as you know, consistent, hard work. <laughs> Not no, just work. <laughs> no coasting. No coasting. Um, yep. And then finally, before we ask, did you bring a question with you? You listened to the oh, most, no, oh, that's I okay. Forgot. That's all right. That's, okay. that's okay. I've got, I've got many. Um, okay. Before we get into the question, the last question about this stuff I have is, do you have any 
advice or thoughts or feelings if someone from a gym somewhere is feeling the same way that the the grass is going on the other side they need to leave a gym to make a change what do you what would you say to them I actually really thought about this because I cool. thought you might ask me um speak to your coaches before you make a decision love it I wish that I had sat down with you guys first yeah before I put my cancellation in I wish I'd had that chat because I think yeah I think when you're just you with your own thoughts mm-hmm. you're gonna bias your thoughts <laughs> yeah and it's so easy to get caught up in it and caught up in other people's lanes but yeah talk to your coaches first see if there is something because yeah if I had spoken to you before I sent that email I definitely wouldn't have sent the email yeah I'm still glad you did I'm still glad we got the chat you know yeah like and this is what another reason why I wanted to do this podcast is for coaches and affiliate owners that listen to it would be don't take a cancellation as a personal attack against you because a lot of – and I did for the first couple of years of owning mm-hmm. a gym. It's like, oh, I've let them down. I didn't do good enough. I've, mm-hmm. you know, It's not about you. It's about them. So have the balls or lady balls to hit them up for a chat and discuss mm-hmm. it because, you know, if I was just like, okay, bye, bitch, you would have left. Yeah, I would have. That's what it would have been. I'd have been like, God, she's mean. This is yeah. why I'm leaving. <laughs> she doesn't even want me here. <laughs> she never wanted me here. <laughs> but no, here we are. Yep. So thanks for talking to us about that. Thanks. Much appreciated. For letting me talk into a microphone. That was very brave of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can edit. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> edit me out entirely. Yeah. <laughs> You're perfect. All right. Have you got a question? Um, I'm just going to use a question from today because there was big feelings about this today and I didn't yeah. expect oh, I there to be. Mm. <laughs> not about anything important. It's really Even not. better. Yeah. <laughs> not crying feelings. No, like big feelings no, about no. Like cheese and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you care how your groceries are packed? Yes. Oh, God. Very God. much so. Damn. Because Tell I used to more. work. Yes, okay. For, I used to work at Woolies. That's so, fair. And I was very particular about – but I'm also a bit like – I'm very particular how anything like this. And so what would be playing. something if the checkout chick was – Yeah, what would be an unacceptable pairing for you? <laughs> unacceptable pairing. Yeah. I mean – like on a health perspective or just like in a bag together, I'm in not okay with. In a bag together, Because yeah. like if you're putting my hot chicken in with my raw chicken, we're going to have issues. <laughs> I mean, that counts. Yeah. Um, it's like if you put like a cans in with your bread and things yeah. like that. Just unacceptable pairing. Unacceptable What if, what if the, the bread's on the cans? Is that acceptable? Or is that still if like... If I've only got one bag, that would be acceptable. Right, okay. okay. Otherwise put... So I'm... I usually go through the self-checkouts because I am pedantic about it. I was just about to say because you've done it. Like oh. You think you can do yeah. it better than She's everyone else. She's racing all the time. faster than <laughs> Let's them. go, bitch. I actually have stood there some days and be like, I could do this so much faster than you. <laughs> <laughs> um, everything goes in my bag. It's really OCD. It's yeah. like packed like Tetris. Mm. Yeah, so that's why you – I can understand that yeah. she would care because she's done the job. So mm. that's fair enough. It's also just not that hard. Yeah. The Yeah. <laughs> I don't care as long as it has no impact on the integrity mm. of, you know, like if there was a bunch of cans on the bread, I'd be yeah. pretty pretty upset about that. Smush bread. Yeah. Which is valid. Yeah. But apart from that, like, you know, don't put hot and cold together, but I feel like that's just obvious. Yeah. Mm. So, no. I, I would say – all your cold stuff go in, like – so if they had, th- like, Uh-oh. two bags and they Uh-oh. had half cold in one, half cold in the other – 
and then half like dry stuff in either one instead of just putting all the cold in one and no, all the dry in the other. That'd be all right. <sighs> That's not okay. I wouldn't mind. <laughs> makes me uncomfortable even saying it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really care. You don't care? No. You Except when Josh does it, he's so fucking slow. Oh, God. <laughs> Poor Josh. <laughs> he takes so long to find the fruit and veggies. Like, you know, you put it on the scales and you have to look for the thing. Like, it's right there. It's right. Oh, I'll just do it for you. Computer's had his strong point, <laughs> Candace. Really it's, it's a computer. It's a picture. Like, just look for the fucking picture that looks the same as the item in your hand. You don't need to read anything. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she feels very strongly about very this. Struggling. Yeah. Uh, but then he tries to help. Like, if I'm... De- <laughs> If I'm doing the Please, scanning. Please, keep going. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm scanning this all out. If I'm doing the scanning, he wants to like put it in the bag. Oh, cute. <laughs> it's not cute. Oh. Like, just let me put it in the fucking bag. Do you like, like cash hands as you do yeah. it? It's real romantic. <laughs> Get out of the way. See, for me and Jordo, when we go to the shops together, like for a top up. Does that, does that ever happen? Do you go? Weekly. Oh, is that like Jordo bringing Callie would be same context <laughs> of bringing you? Exactly. The most the helpful. <laughs> but when we get to the checkout, if it's like, uh, I don't know, if we got like 10 things in like a basket or a small trolley or whatever, here's how it works. This is the system and we work together to make it happen faster. Mm-hmm. And then if he tries to fuck with that system, then I get mad. So the system, for example, would be I reach into the trolley, I hand the item to him, he scans the item and then puts it in the bag. Okay. Mm-hmm. If he tries to make me scan the item... And we're both just standing there with an unscanned item. Then I'm like, you fucked the system, bro. <laughs> so if he was the bag packer and made you do the trolley plus the scan, that would not be good. And then he just did the bag packing yeah. or something. Like, Maybe he's tired. <laughs> well, <laughs> as long as day. we like talk about yeah, it before we get have there. have a plan before you get yeah, there. Yeah. So like I'm all for help, but we've got to talk about who's doing what. And then you can't cross over on roles. Yeah. Unless you're Josh and you're slow on the computer bit. I feel like you guys, your guys' system should just be Josh watches you be pretty <laughs> and do it. Mm. Watch how fast I go. <laughs> just make it a race. Yeah. yeah. He should just put a timer on. Or you yeah. could just like halve the trolley and put it through separate ones and just race and see who gets done quickest. We already know the answer to that, Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else? No, I think that's everything. Got anything coming up? Contessa Game 72 Days. It's a long countdown. It's a, that <laughs> is a long countdown. can be tired by the time it gets Maybe here. we should make it weeks, weeks to months. start with. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's go weeks. Well, we might, yeah, we might change the board okay. to weeks and then As like. say, when is it going to hit the whiteboard? It's, it's on, on the, it. We've 72 days is on the whiteboard. Yeah. We're both like, oh, that's a, long, a long time. time. Yeah. Hannah's going to forget those all the time. Yeah. The, no, she rubs it off oh, and then goes, what did how it many say? Days <laughs> and everyone gets their phone out and tries to count. They all have different answers. Yeah. It's yeah. fun. So, yeah, let's go weeks. Okay. We'll mm-hmm. change it to Until weeks. we have 30 days. Okay. And then Deal. we'll go to days. And the only other thing is our jumper order, pre-order. Yes. Closes when? Monday. Mm-hmm. Please don't try them on sweaty. Please. Please come in before class. Please do it before <laughs> when you're clean. We bought those. <laughs> we have to pay for those items. Are you guys going to take those ones? Yeah. Later? <laughs> but they're actually ours. <laughs> Probably. All right. Thanks so much. Thanks, that was great. No I'm happy that you're staying. Yeah. Thank you. I'm happy that I'm staying. Good. I mean, she's okay. Wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Jokes. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.